hello and welcome back to the 411 podcast. My name is Nicole. I am your hairdresser and host. And this week I am here with my friend Kiran. Hi. <laughs> so Kiran and I met in 2012. Yeah, I yeah. think it was. So we worked for... TLC. TLC. The listening company. The listening company. <laughs> Do you remember, like, there was all those things going around the office and it was, like, Serco took over, Serco listening, I... and it turned out that they had, like, jails all over the world, like, Serco or, like, you'll see the Serco vans that hold the prisoners, like, when they're transporting them, and I remember being, like, Serco was taking over our company, actually made to- jail cells toilets into jail cells what so there was like toilets and they basically put like a bed in the toilet so um we and we were all just convinced that we were all going to be like locked in and just made to work like the mindless monkeys that we were do you know what i mean like <laughs> in this call center so i think i got lit well i think I didn't get sacked. They told me to leave before I got sacked. I didn't get sacked. They told me to leave. (laughs) (laughs) Like, because I'd, like, my dad got married then. Uh And um, I was meant to go on my honeymoon. And I'd put in the holidays. But they didn't get approved and I still went. Mm -hmm. I was away for two months. You were away for two months? (laughs) (laughs) And then I came back to work thinking, oh, all hunky-dory. And they're like, no, mate, you need to go. (laughs) Did you just walk back and work like, like hey? Like, I was like, hi, um, and they're like, no, like, what are you doing here? And I was like, I'm coming to work, and they're like, just like, I'll do two months of <laughs> The two, like, the two, after two months, like, what do you call that? The retention? Like, well, or, I don't know. Like, so able. many people would come and go, like, in that two uh-huh. months. Like, you must have turned up, and there was literally nobody that was working there for two months ago. <laughs> I was just like, oh my god. And they're like, but and then I just started, you know that way, like you you do. I started crying, mm-hmm. and I was like, "But I put my heart in there, like they weren't approved, and you still went." And I was like, "But it was my honeymoon. What was I meant to do?" And then she's like, "Right, just resign, so it doesn't look bad on you." And then here's a number for web help, and you go there, and I was like, "Yes." So here's- I did that as well. I went from there to web help, which was also Sky, but I think that I worked for an accountant. In between that, um, I did. I worked for an accountant after I left TLC, and then I went to Web Help. And again, I don't. I don't think I lasted very long in there. I think I wasn't long at Gradby, and then I just I hated it. Like I've actually did a podcast on. The call center chronicles i think it's like one of the first episodes like that i did and it's the funniest thing and me and one of my clients emma do the episode and i talk about all the things that went on in tlc that was so wild like everybody shagging everybody and by the way i wasn't shagging everybody like <laughs> i wouldn't i wouldn't shag somebody i was working with right but like it was just the things that went on in that call centre. Nicole, I was in web help for six years. How were six you not depressed? I wa- like I worked my ass off because I was just like, do you know what? Like I wanted to get out of my in-laws house, right? Because, you know, I didn't mm-hmm. get all my missus in laws. But I worked like I was just like in, do my job, head down and like get out and because I did so well, I had, like, I was getting iPads, I was getting vouchers, I was getting this, I was getting that. And then, like, in the year, I'd take two months off and go on holiday. And be <laughs> like, but I was on my honeymoon. <laughs> but the only reason I left, and I'm kind of glad I left, my cousin had passed away, right? And mm-hmm. I phoned in and said I wasn't coming in. And she didn't even say sorry or anything. She was just like, all right, when are you going to hate people like that that just like, don't acknowledge your Just did it, yeah. And I was like, are you serious? I was like, I was like, okay. You no feel worries. like you're talking to an actual robot. And I was just like, after that, like, after... Because, like, at that time, I had, like, six deaths within my, my family. And it was, like, it got too much. And one, it's, like, my cousin, she was, like, two years older than me. Mm-hmm. And I had phoned in and I was like, look, she's just passed. Like, I'm going to go 
see your body and then I'm going to go to the funeral because in Islam, like, we do the funeral as quick as you can. Mm -hmm. And I just didn't even get any acknowledgement of what I had said and I was just like, nah, I'm not doing that. Mm -hmm. Like, I felt that, like, when my mum actually was so angry, like, when you would speak to people, like... Even, like, clients would, like, sit in the chair and they would be like, oh, hey, how are you? And the the chances are I've not seen them in at least six weeks type thing. And you would be like, like, yeah, my mum died. And they would be like, oh, my God, like, my dress isn't turning up tonight for, like, I've got a party. Like, what am I supposed to wear? And wouldn't even be like, I'm really, really sorry to hear that. Like, they, they would just, it was like they were, like, robots. Yeah. And I get that. Some people don't know what to say, but literally all you need to say is, I'm really sorry for your loss. I feel like you just don't take it in. Mm-hmm. Or they're like, they're listening, but they're not hearing. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of people have that issue. Yeah. Like, they're listening to you, but they're not hearing you. And yeah. they're not, like, taking in what you're actually saying. And that pisses me off so much. Uh-huh. And then when it's them, it's like, it's a never-ending, like thing like the, their world's ended and you feel like <laughs> that though like when you're going through something like that like Aye. you feel like everybody should know like everybody should be kind to you like especially the people that know and they should know what you're going through type thing but I that's really really shitty when somebody doesn't acknowledge like your bereavement like that will never be me nah, I'm glad to say um but yeah by the way, if you can hear, like, a beating in the background, the reason that I took a break for, like, three weeks was because I was trying to get my smoke alarm fixed. I put new batteries in it. I've got the main switched on, and it's still beating, like, every minute or so, and it's driving me insane. I phoned the fire department and was like, please help, like, what is going on with this smoke alarm? And he said that he thinks that it's faulty. So I need to sort that out. Like, I need to get Persimmon to, like, sort out their faulty, shitty fire alarms because the beating is driving me insane. Like, it stopped beating on Saturday. I replaced the batteries and I gave it a wee clean out, like the wee battery tray with a, to- with a toothbrush. And, um, no, no, my toothbrush, a clean <laughs> toothbrush, right? <laughs> but it stopped beating, it never beat till Saturday, and then Sunday it started beating again. And I was like, this is so destroying. So that was me Monday morning on the phone to the guy, like at the police, the fire station, like, help, I need somebody. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I'm really sorry about that, but I'll do my best to try and talk over the beep I'll just talk over it there's that beep again (laughs) but yeah so what have we been up to this week Karen? we went to Livingston did a bit of shopping we did we went to Livingston designer outlet because Annie did some Levi's and I got some Levi's met the nicest woman on earth oh yeah in the Lint store so we went into Lint what was that like? Like, I've got a nose like a sniffer dog, right? So <laughs> I'm like that. Oh, my God, can you smell that? And you could just smell all oh, the lint. Is lint and Lindor the same thing? It is, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, So I went into lint and I was like, oh, my God, smell all that Lindor chocolate. And Karen's like, no. <laughs> and I'm like, mate, you're standing in the shop. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so this woman comes over. We see, like, all of the different flavours in the middle. Actually, the one I got excited about was the mango one. Uh-huh. I've the still mango. not tried the mango one. It must oh, still be Nicole. it must be at the bottom of the bag. It's so good. Because like, I only got one of those. Like it's quite expensive and, and it yeah. was like how much was it? About four fifty for a hundred grams, yeah, which was only like, eight chocolates. Uh-huh. And there was obviously loads to choose from so the woman was like coming over and she chatted to us and we never even got her name. But we literally wanted to bring her home with us. And we were like, she she is vibes. Like, so if you're in there, just our energy, you'll know she's like blonde. I'm sure she had glasses. Yes. And she was an older woman. She was letting us try. I think they were giving away like salty caramel and double chocolate, yeah. weren't they? Uh-huh. It was like 600 grams for like six pig or something. That was Which really good. Us, but... It's just the flavour. See, if it was a different flavour, I'd have went for it. I know. It 
I like I like the salty caramel one. Like I'm a big lint fan. Like I love the mint. I love the white chocolate, the salty caramel. Like I always buy people the lint cho lint or chocolate. Like if mm. it's Christmas or birthdays or something like that. But I also like to receive it. <laughs> Noted. Um, but Noted. like not the not the original one. No. Like I do like it, but like I. I love the flavours, but I, I'm not really keen on the strawberry. I love the strawberries and cream one. I just couldn't eat. I think they're very rich as yeah. it is. Like, I couldn't eat a box. Not that you eat a box when you get Lindor chocolate, because it is so rich. Like, it makes you feel quite sick after eating a few uh, in a yeah. row. But, like, I couldn't eat. If I had a box of strawberry, I, it would sit in my cupboard for months, like, before I would, I would probably just give them it to other people. Mm, true. Just like a side note, I can make the best fudge using Lindor chocolate. Oh I will make God. you it. Oh and my I'll God. bring it around next time. So, Karen's going to start like a kind of dessert desserts business. Yeah. So, like, I'm so excited like to just be. And we're going to have like a wee Galentine's party, aren't we? Like on Tuesday. And Karen's going to make like wee mini bites. Yeah. So that's exciting, and I'm on like the slides and the burgers. I'll be, th- that'll be my, <laughs> that'll be my contribution. Um, but yeah, like the Lindor, the woman felt Lindor or Lind, I don't even know what to call it. She was brilliant. She gave us that. Um, Prosecco chocolate. Was it was a champagne. I think it was Prosecco one or no. It was, it was champagne. It was champagne, and I had like I. The one, the one chocolate had me tipsy. Mm-hmm. I felt like I was tipsy. I felt like I shouldn't have drove after <laughs> eating it. Like, I'm not going to lie. I was like, I thought that she was actually offering us a glass of champagne. I know. And I you're was like, like driving. I'm driving. <laughs> and she's like, it's like, no, no, that. Like, it's like a chocolate. And I'm like, all right. But oh my God, I may as well have had like a bottle of champagne. Like, but you know, like, when you get, like, your chocolate, some of them are just, like, so strong, mm-hmm. and it's just, like, not chocolatey. It's just, like, I don't know how to explain it, but, like, bitterish and mm-hmm. not, not enjoyable. But that was, like, actually enjoyable. Mm-hmm. You could taste the alcohol, but you couldn't, it wasn't, like, overpowering. Mm-hmm. It was beautiful, and but you, you actually got... <laughs> felt like you took a drink of yeah. a champagne, yeah. didn't you? Like, it was wild. I was like, I feel like I'm in Willy Wonka's chocolate factory <laughs> right now. Like, <laughs> I know. I'm like, and she's like that. Oh, like, but I just, I thought, thank God we walked in that centre for like hours and then went to Five Guys because I felt like I had to sober up after that. We hadn't had breakfast. We weren't ready for champagne at like 10 in the morning. <laughs> but like... But like her customer service is like 100%. Yeah. Like, she made you feel like you came home. Uh-huh. Like, and she was just like, she wasn't all over you. She was there if you needed her. Mm-hmm. She wasn't like, do you know, like you get annoying people that just follow you around. She yeah. wasn't like that. Uh-huh. And she just had banter. She had chat. And she was just like one of the girls. And you were just like, yeah. Oh. She was absolutely fabulous and I just don't know if she's listening to this but like when we are next in we'll definitely be going to see her and I've still got like some chocolates but that was such a good wee day like I got some Levi's which no longer fit me a week later um, but I'm sure they'll fit me again at one point like no, I've, I've not put on weight, I've lost weight I have washed them. Maybe I should put them in a boil boil wash. But I got some trainers. We went to Primark and did a wee successful Primark mm-hmm. run. What did we do? Five Guys. Aye, we went to Five Guys. So, this is a completely different subject altogether, right? But I was at the hairdressers on Friday and it was honestly the funniest thing ever. So, we were talking about relationships and things, right? And I was saying how... I'm single, but I'm not. I'm a single wife. That's what I would call myself. I'm a single wife. I'm single, but I'm somebody's wife. So I'm not ready to date, but I feel like I'm getting there. But then I'm getting closer to my divorce. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Craig, if you're watching this, (laughs) if you're listening to this, please sign the fucking divorce papers. (laughs) Let me go. So anyway, I was talking about like dating 
And I don't know why we were talking about this, how we got into this subject. But I think it was because, oh, do you know what it was? She was saying to me, like, um, she'd been in, like, a bit of a toxic relationship. Now she's, like, met somebody and, like, it's it's a lot better. It's, it's night and day type thing. And I was saying, like, do you know, I've got hope for the future, right? But, like, I'm, like, I'm honestly terrified I like, breaking wind in front of somebody <laughs> and she's like what she was absolutely howling and I was like she's like so you've just you've been through all that but like your worry is breaking wind in front of somebody <laughs> and I was like I it really as a worry I was like because when I broke wind in front of my husband it was an accident and I was so embarrassed yeah and I just feel like like what if things are going really well and then you break wind? Like, sometimes I'm sat on my own and I, I, it's not until after I broke wind that I've realised, oh, I've broke wind. <laughs> it's not like I smell it, but it's just like, after that, I'm like, oh my God, I didn't even know I needed to break wind. Or when I'm eating my dinner uh-huh. and I, like, burp, it's uh-huh. not until after the burp is like over with that I'm like oh my god I never even got like a feeling that I was yeah. going to burp or you feel like a rumbling don't you and really? I'm like but I, but I don't really like no. I'm obviously in gross and maybe I'm watching the tv or whatever so I'm not that aware but I'm like oh my god what if I was am I so comfortable on my own now that like I don't even notice when I fart and I burp <laughs> like that's terrifying like they could think that I'm perfect and then what if I like break wind what if I hold the wind in because I know it's there or you go to the loo and do whatever people do that don't break wind in front of their partners and and you fart in your sleep like what like what I've done that <laughs> I'm sure we've I've all been, done it I've been in bed right and I've I've lit one like really loud I've wo- I've scared <laughs> myself I've actually frightened myself <laughs> Jumped up off the bed and I've like looked trying to see if he's like awake and asleep and he's just like no, but like yeah no I've always been the type that won't fart in front of somebody like as a bit. How do you do that though? See when you <clears throat> right you've been married, Karen. Like yeah. How how do you do that right? Because genuinely, my husband was obsessed with me. Like I'm not kidding. I think he actually loved the smell of my farts. Like <laughs> see when I would do like see see if it was like you know it was going to be a wee silent one, but like you were under a blanket or like you were in bed or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and you thought he wasn't going to know, mm-hmm. so you would like you would just let that one go. <laughs> I swear, like it was as if he sensed that I'd like broke wind, and he'd be like under the covers, like wafting them. Like I swear to God, he liked the smell in my farts. <laughs> it's fucking weird. Like it was. Honestly, I just think, like, that that this is a genuine thing. Like, can men be, like, just pure attracted to your scent? Like, but if he farted, if he <laughs> farted in front of me, I would be like, you're disgusting. Like, it would smell like somebody died. But, like, I'm somebody that eats, like, a, like a healthy diet. Yeah. And you're not breaking wind, like, all day, every day or anything like that. But, like, when you need to, like, let a bit of wind out. You need to let a bit of wind out. Like, but, what, like, see when you go to the toilet, right? Uh-huh. I've got like an ensuite, right? Uh-huh. So, how do you do it? Do you just go, like, so you're in bed and you need to break wind? Do you get up and go to the ensuite? He's going to hear you honestly, farting in like, the toilet. Honestly, see, like, it doesn't matter just him. I mean, anybody, I just wouldn't do it. Apart from my mum, right? Because I don't know. Like, my mum's <laughs> my mum. Uh-huh. And I'll literally do it so she hears it. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, partner of my mum, she'd be like, huh, laughing now. <laughs> but that's the only person I would, like, openly do it in front of. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Like, anybody else, I'll excuse myself and see, like, with it being an ensuite, like, I would literally run the tap. So the tap is going like pure loud. I feel and like I'll, you like, would try hear and go it. in the corner of the bathroom where I feel like it's the farthest away, and then let it. Do you put like a wee bit of toilet roll at your bum hole? No, but 
but I might add to that. Add to that. See, when one time I walked into public toilets, right, and I heard, I heard a woman, I heard a woman fart when she peed, right. That happens, right. Generally, it happens in the morning. Actually, when you get up for your wee morning pee, and you poop, and you're like, oh. but like. <laughs> standing like I think I was washing my hands and this woman like let out like a wee a wee female fart right a wee poop and she went excuse me and it was the funniest thing ever right and see ever since then right I've always been scared that I was going to let out a fart in a public toilet and somebody was going to hear me so I get, like, see when I go to the IP in a public toilet, I get a bit of toilet roll and I literally cover my arsehole. <laughs> in case, like, I, I'm peeing and I fart, I'm not wanting to fart. And my voice is too, like, distinctive for people to be like, she, see if I, like, come out, I'm, I'm going to end up, like, talking to somebody. I will say, like, oh, are you using that dryer or something? And then they'll be like, she was the one that was like, oh, excuse me, in the toilet, like... Oh. So you I, actually are like the most friendliest person with like strangers. Like you actually are. You'll talk to anyone and everyone, mm-hmm. and it's just like so nice. So see, in my first podcast that me and Lauren Pride done, we were talking about this. We were talking about how, say, like the girls' bathroom on a night out. Like everybody's so nice to one another and all that, right? But that does not happen. Like in a sober world, right? Like, I know. but Lauren was like. You, that's what you're like all day every day like you're yeah, sure. that kind all day every day yeah and I think that you don't really get people like that like no. very often so I think that some people think you're doing like the pure Regina George thing because oh. I don't know if you've been in Silverburn but the, I think that's because you're my friend and you just wouldn't see me like that but like but the girls do that though if you've been in like silver burn with me and I've like stopped somebody or if I ever kind of stopped anybody and been like you look good or like I used to do that a lot and the person I was with the most was my husband uh-huh. and he used to like be a wee bit embarrassed by it but then he was like that's what I love about you actually like because you're so nice to other girls yeah. other whether's most women like they're quite bitchy yeah and um but if somebody looks amazing, like, I'm stopping them to tell them they look amazing. I'm like that. If I like something mm-hmm. or I'm like, oh, my God, like, that jacket is insane. Where'd you get it? It's uh-huh. so nice. Like, or like, oh, my God, like, you're so pretty. Like, uh-huh. I just think it's just, it's nice. Uh-huh. It's nice to be nice, yeah. right? And you don't know what kind of day they're having, right? Because... I think like the year that I've just had and it's been crap, but everybody is like, Oh my god, you look amazing, like blah blah blah, like you're so beautiful, like but like it's taken me like everything to get up that day and put on a bit of makeup and do my hair and shower and things. So I do feel like my friends and family in that comment, like all the time, I feel like you are all so kind to me. But like strangers and like acquaintances and things like they do not compliment me and that's supposed to be like a thing if you're like a pretty person and a beautiful person people think that you know that and you get compliments all the time so they don't compliment you i seen that in tiktok the other day what i noticed nicole is like see if you are a bit attractive right you can't Shh, henrik we are trying to record a <laughs> podcast and as if the smoke alarm's not bad enough so you know what I find a lot right if like people think you're a bit attractive or like a bit pretty they automatically assume that you're a cow you're a bitch and Mm -hmm. like you're just up yourself Mm -hmm. and I used to get that quite a lot and I I walk about with no makeup Nicole like half the time this this isn't video (laughs) but Karen is one of the most beautiful women I have ever seen I tell you this all the time because you don't believe it but but like like, you really are like beautiful I wish I had your skin like oh you you really are so pretty I I agree with you I think that people think that because it's only when they talk to you then and they're uh like oh you're not like that at all and you're like 
I'm not like why like, why are you judging me before you even spoke to me like uh-huh. you've not said like a word to me you've not even said hello to me and you're judging me already and I'm like mm-hmm. half of the time I'm dressed like I'm hobo like I'm a hobo hobo chic is like my my thing mm-hmm. and, and then, she like, and she works up, it well and I'm just like no like I'm like I smile at everybody mm-hmm. and I remember when I was younger my dad said to me once he's like like maybe calm it down a wee bit you're gonna smell at the wrong person <laughs> mm-hmm. and it's just gonna be a bit of trouble and I didn't think about it until like I think it was like a few years ago I smiled at the wrong person which my dad said it was gonna happen and he followed me all through town and I had to actually phone like my brother and be like come get me because some guys follow me <laughs> that that's the problem when you're kind to men is <laughs> like, like that's what happened to me in TLC like I was I thought we we were in a team of 20 and there was two of us, it was two girls and there was 18 guys and to me they all treated us like we were like their wee sisters didn't yeah. they? But then it's like then the things that happened, honestly guys you just need to go back and watch the Call Centre Chronicles like episode because the shit that happened in there it had just been friendly like <laughs> I, I, I don't even know how it happens but let's go back to dating right like mm. going back to dating right so i'm in the hairdressers i'm talking about like breaking wind and all <laughs> that in front and she's killing herself she's one of those ones she doesn't break wind in front of her partner uh-huh. and obviously my partner didn't care if i did mm-hmm. but obviously i would rather know if i didn't need to type thing yeah. like so she was saying like guys are like weird about some things because I was like you get guys that are like okay with that and then you get that know that you're a human being and know that you need to like go for a poo and things like that but some people pure hurt their stomach and don't go for a poo and I, I was like it's been eight years like it's been nearly nine years since I have like dated I, it was like nine years ago me and my husband met so I'm like that I don't remember any of that part of the relationship mm-hmm. I don't remember like holding like having a sore stomach like holding in a poo or anything like that like so I don't really know how I would be with like somebody else mm-hmm. so then she was saying about guys and like their weird things that they've got and she was saying about, we were talking about female hygiene and we were talking about nails. And she was like, I mean, like, some guys, like, don't like girls with, like, unpainted toenails. Mm-hmm. And she's like, it's so weird to me that a girl would go and get her nails done on her hands but not get her toes. And I was like, that's weird to me as well. Like, who does that? Mm-hmm. And um, I was telling her that I had done a poll on my Instagram, like, a while back and I'd went on a date with this guy and he had actually said that one of his ex was unpolished toenails, right? Yeah. So I remember like being on a date with this guy and being like, like uh, everything was going well and stuff like that. And I was, I was like talking about my toenails, like or my toenails. And I'm like that, I, I just feel like I don't know if this is going to work. And he's like, how come? Like, like everything's like going great and I was like because like I remember you saying that you don't like unpolished toenails mm-hmm. and I'm just assuming that you like pure perfect feet and it's not that I've got gross feet but I felt like I was digging myself like a grave and I was like but I don't have big toenails mm-hmm. I was like but I keep a wee French I get a wee French polish on my other eight toenails uh-huh. and I was like I really don't have ugly feet like uh-huh. Again, another thing that a lot of people, when they actually see my feet, are like, I'm like a two or a three, so I've got tiny feet. feet. And a lot of people that see my feet are like, oh my God, they're so cute, especially Uh guys. Uh And again, like my husband, I swear to God, they had a foot fetish, like, and he would just, he would always touch my feet and like hold them and like, I would be like, like, keep your tongue away from them. Like, that weirds me out, like... I don't get that, like, I, like the whole putting, like uh, having somebody suck on your toe, like, no, no. I remember, I remember like one guy going to do that to me, and he didn't know that I didn't have any toenail, and I remember being like pulling my feet away because uh, one I don't like that anyway, yeah. but two I thought 
that would be so weird if you put my toe in his mouth and was like, where the fuck is your toenail? I just thought, like, that would be so creepy if it was, like, I don't know, I just feel like it would be, like, where's the nail, do you know what I mean? But I don't have ugly feet, I've actually got really nice feet, and my husband was trying to make me do OnlyFans, like, during the lockdown. Uh But then I decided, he was saying to me, basically, you've got a cracking body, like, you could just, like, show, like, your body, but not your face, sure, like, I mind us talking I about this. I just don't get why your partner, your husband, or someone would want you to share your body with someone else. Like for for money, like, because he was like so he was so greedy. You know? Exactly. It's like, pimping you out. like as long as I was making money for him to spend and for him to like live off it, like and have a better life, I don't think he cared. But what I did do was like. I watched about three YouTube videos on foot fetish people, like people selling foot pics. Mm-hmm. And I thought, here, there must be a market for somebody like me because my feet are actually nice, but, like, I've got a wee it's disability. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't discount anyone that does OnlyFans because, like, one of my cousins does it and she makes, like, a mint of it. Like, she's half-cast. Mm-hmm. And then um, she, like, makes a mint out of it. Like, she does... in. But like, she's at the sort of extreme end of it. Mm-hmm. And, like, we just had, we had, like, a conversation about it and then she kind of got my other cousin into it. But um, she does foot, foot pics. But, like, uh-huh. she's got chubby feet. She's a bit of a larger girl. Right. And she's got chubby There's feet. There's a market for everybody. And she she does it and she, she does it on the side along with, like, her actual professional job. And I'm just like, do I want it? Do I not want it? I'm uh-huh. just like... I was, like, playing with the idea of it, and I was just like, no. I think that we've all toyed with the idea of, like, easy money, but then I've watched programmes about it, and it's actually no easy money because you have got to be, like, online accessible, like, all day and all night to reply to people's DMs and all that, and it's just, no. Do you know that Larsa Pippin does it? Larsa. Oh, right, I have Scotty Pippin's ex. Yeah, she does it. And, like, I've seen how much work goes into it and, like... Because they showed it in um, The Real Housewives of Miami. Do you watch that one? I don't. I don't. Oh, Nicole. Watch it. Right. It's, like... It's, they're all Cuban, uh, Colombian, like, Latinas. Uh-huh. So good. It's hairy fiery. Uh-huh. Right? I was going to say that, but that's fiery. Then. And uh, she does it. And, like, she's kind of, like, more open about it. And, like, not this season, well, the season before. And, like... It's it's work. It's not like oh you took a few snaps. Mm-hmm. It's work, and she's replied like she's voice notes and videos and stuff for like certain people. That's like shit. I know. Like it is a lot of work. Like yeah. Speaking of the housewives, we watched <laughs> the new season. What season are we on? Fifteen. Thirteen. 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 Season thirteen for so, New Jersey. We are watching. We watched season 13, episode 1 of The Real Housewives in New Jersey yesterday and there is two new girls, Danielle and... Oh, God, I forgot the other one's name now. I don't know. Oh, shit. There's a... a one with black hair and one with blonde hair. Oh. And, um... And who isn't... Is everybody in it? I don't know why I felt like someone was missing. I know. Like, I felt like someone was missing, but I just couldn't put my finger on it. So there's Teresa, Melissa, Jackie. Dolores. Dolores, Jennifer. Danielle is a new one. And I can't remember the other one's name. That's dead annoying. Jennifer is the plastic surgeon's wife. Melissa. Melissa, I've said. Jennifer Dolores, Melissa, Teresa, Margaret. Margaret. She's a, she's been in it for a few seasons now, but what's the storyline? So the storyline is that 
Teresa's getting married to Louis, who I don't trust. I don't know. There's something. There's something like off about him. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've moved in within a year. Psychologists say that you don't, you don't know somebody properly until you've been dating them at least one year plus, and that by then they've usually shown their red flags. Which there's stuff came out about Louis, which is just weird. And I know, like, she's happy and things, but it's, like, I just don't trust them. I think, like, that now she's, like, not speaking to her family and it's just his family's her family now and that's it. Like, and I just think for somebody that's so family-orientated now, Teresa's, like, not speaking to her brother and her sister-in-law and then I take it the kids aren't involved in the wedding either, like Antonio, wee Joey, like... Yeah, I feel like Joe, 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 Joe. Teresa's brother, is uh-huh. so sweet towards uh-huh. her, and he, like, really, really tried, and he, like, really tried to keep the family together, and, yeah, he made comments about Teresa's ex-husband and stuff like but that, she, but he was right he about was, Joe Gorka. He was, right? No, and Joe... Judice. Judice, sorry. Yeah, and um, I feel like he's really, really tried to keep keep the peace and keep it keep it together but she's been the one that's like always has an issue with melissa she doesn't try she doesn't stick up like when anything said about joe or melissa she doesn't stick up for them but she expects it back and then she's like nah Mm -hmm. and i think about it like in my life would i let anyone come between me and my brothers hell no Mm -hmm. like no chance it don't matter if you're my husband my man like my best friend, whatever, like, you're not coming in between my brothers and me. Mm-hmm. Like, not happening. I'm picking them over you any time of the day. I know sometimes, like, you're married and whatever, like, you you might have your husband's back or whatever, but, like, if it ever came to it and someone tried to come in between me and my family, I'd just be like, no. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter how much I love you. You're not coming in between me and my Cause family. Because it's just not right, and it? No, it's like, why... I think that there's a reason, like, in my experience, yeah. I think that my ex, when my mum passed, and he thought I didn't have any family or really any friends around about me at that time, I think that was just where he wanted me. Like, I think he just wanted me himself, like, and I don't think that's a good thing, and he never wanted to do anything family-orientated. Yeah. Like, I realised that it was me that planned, like... Things with the kids, things with, um, like, my in-laws and, like, it it would always be me, do you know what I mean? Like, and he wouldn't want to ever spend any time with, like, his family. Like, we would spend more time kind of with my side of the family, but it was always me that had to make the effort to be like, right, well, we need to go and see, like, your side of the family, like, our other side of the family, we need to see the kids, like, it's not fair to, like, leave them out, oh, and yeah. then he would, he would always be like, I don't like to spend time with my family, like, my brother and that do my head in, and, like, the wings are weird, and um, he didn't like his mum and dad, and I'm like, I just don't get it, I don't get that, like, from you, I don't get why you feel that way, like, it's not right. Do you know what? So, just, I feel like I was, like, the wee glue that was trying to hold it all together. Do you know what just came into my head? Do you think he tried to isolate you? Mm-hmm. So, that, like, he isolated you so much that you didn't have anyone to go back to, so you'd feel like all you had is him? I don't yeah. know why that just came into my head now. No, that is what like, happened. It's, like, <clears throat> he was quite happy, like, when I didn't have friends in my life like he was quite happy that I was like sat at home but then I didn't really sit at home I worked yeah like because I would be like right if I'm not doing anything and he's maybe going to poker on a Friday night or whatever I'll just work a bit later because yeah. I thought may as well work if somebody wants in for a hair appointment and it's cash and what would I be doing anyway like kind of sitting in the house but I definitely think like that isolating you and for your family, he Louis should want him her to like have her family at the wedding and things because the chances are they have not spoke and then spoke again before. That's a big regret that you wouldn't have like your brother and sister in law yeah. and things at the wedding. Like I don't really know that I would go ahead with a wedding if that was the case. That my family weren't going to be there. 
And I know I got married without my family, but that was obviously planned and my family with it with the reception. Yeah, yeah. Um, you still had something that was invo- involving the family. Mm-hmm. It's not as if you just did a wedding and that was it. Yeah, thing. I didn't let a lope and like that kind of thing. Although that does make me sad because I got married that way on my own in Vegas with my husband because I wanted to let him live his dream, yeah. which was to go to Vegas. Yeah. And I thought it would be cool to obviously get married there and... um. And it and it was it it was, it was legendary. But yeah. um, I I still feel like if I knew that I only had, like, so many months with my mum, but about, about sixteen months left with my mum or something like that. If I get married, eighteen months, I don't even know what it was. That, I I wish that my mum walked me down the aisle. Like I wish that I had like a mother daughter dance. Yeah, and I think. I was running umpteen businesses at the time and I was trying to be the perfect wife and the perfect daughter and, like, the perfect friend and the perfect auntie and all of that. I was spread so thin and I never really had any help when it came to the wedding. So there's things that I just never get a chance to even think about. Like, instead of at the wedding reception, there was, like, a first dance. I should have danced with my mum mm-hmm. and I never even thought. And me and my mum and my sister did have a wee dance, like, together, which was lovely. Um, But I wish I did a mother-daughter dance. And if maybe if somebody had, like, stopped for a second, or if I had stopped for a second to actually be able to think about it, yeah. then I would have done things a wee bit differently. Yeah. Um, But it was still, still a beautiful um, wedding. It was still a beautiful wedding reception. It was great, but... um. I, the fact that Teresa isn't having her brother in that at the wedding, I think that's How a big mistake. If he walked her down the aisle like I know, dad. I know. That's like, what I'm thinking. I'm yeah. thinking, like, it should have been Joe walking Teresa down yeah. the aisle to, like, say, here you go. And Take I think if your brother, like, doesn't like your partner and he's been right about the last one, your brother's only going to want the best for yeah. you. And I don't think that she can see that. I see this ending in disaster. Like, like you know how I see it? I see, I think she sees him and Melissa, right? And she sees what they've got and how they are. And she wants that for herself. And the fact that she's not found that for herself, she's like, you two need to break up. Mm-hmm. But then there's like parts of it, like, you know, at the start, it shows you like trailers what's going to happen. They're talking about Melissa cheating. Mm-hmm. I don't know about that. I don't know either because like, Joe and Melissa seem to have like, a really healthy sex life and I think like that even after all these years like they're a really attractive couple they are. and know that because you're an attractive couple that means somebody couldn't cheat like but I just think I don't really see it I kind of feel like it's coming for somebody that doesn't like Melissa this rumour so I just feel it in her marriage is like clearly fucked. Do you know what I mean? Like Who is it? Jennifer's. Oh yeah, right, okay. So you're just like right, okay, like I just feel like people that are like on talking about your marriage and things like that, they they are obviously aren't happy as they say they are in their own because they wouldn't be given opinions about yours and they would know that marriages go through all kinds of, yeah. like, stages and it's normal to go through periods where you maybe dislike each other a wee bit and, like, you maybe don't agree, like, you love each other but you don't maybe like each other, like, yeah. that day or week or month. Yeah. But it, love, marriage is a choice. Yeah. So you choose that person every yeah. day. You say, that if this is going to be a shit day, you're who I want to spend that shit day with. Like, you're who I want to do the shit days with. Like, she I don't said, want to do it with anybody else. I remember, like, um, I saying, it's like, I, I love you, but it doesn't mean I like you right now. Mm-hmm. I need to like you right now. It's like, that's what happens. Mm-hmm. Like, but I don't know. I just, like, it'll be, like, interesting to see what's going to happen. And then Margaret, I think Margaret's a bit of a cow. Like, should the uh, comment she made to the one with the black hair, the new one. Mm-hmm. You look like a glamorous Tim Burton character. 
Oh, I that's right. I might have seen like, that. I, was like, I think that one's called Danielle. I think that's the one who's called Danielle. I can't remember and the I other think, one. Like, okay, the Tim Burton characters are fucking odd. Sorry, I swore. It's but you can swear. <laughs> like, I'm like, pretty sure I've swore it a, a lot. Like, they're like during this you episode. know, like they're like pure wacky characters, like big eyes and cheekbones. Like, no one wants to look like a Tim Burton character. No. Or compared to one. Unless that's the look you're going for. But like, no. I was like, that was pure. I feel like she's like snide remarks all the time. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'd be interested what's to come for the season because I do, I feel like the Real Housewives of New Jersey always bring it. Yeah. And I really sincerely hope that Joan and Melissa are all right because I really like them. I'm like, rooting for them. And I know that People feel a, a bit of a way about them, but I feel like, I don't know, they, they've always got each other's back and they always remain like a united front and outside and to me that's what a marriage is. Yeah. You do your fighting and things away and so what if they do that away for the cameras, do you know what I mean? Like, obviously Joe's very traditional and when Melissa was like starting her clothing business and things, he, he didn't want that, he's Italian, he wants to provide for the family and be the masculine energy, which just... We were talking earlier on, like, that doesn't really exist anymore. It, oh my God, no. And it's not that, like, I don't want to be, like, I, I never wanted to be, like, a housewife that was, like, sat at home and my husband paid for everything because I think that maybe I always knew that, like, my husband wasn't a provider or maybe I always knew that, like, I had to have my financial independence because... He wasn't going to give me the life that I wanted and maybe there was something in me that knew that that maybe wasn't going to last. I always felt in a way that like at one point he wasn't going to be able to withstand whatever and be like strong enough to be able to be the man and step up and obviously that I was so right about that yeah. but like I would like a man to be a man and I feel like men are so feminine these days and women are like in their masculine like providing for themselves. Do you not find it weird when you see men in like the beauty like shops like getting their brows done and getting waxed and like uh-huh and you're just like I like like somebody who's well kept like immaculate but mm-hmm. see like who Loris's boyfriend Paul. Oh God! See his eyebrows. His are better than mine. They, like, exactly, they're pure. like they're pure, precise, and it's just it's such a weird look. Like, it's like a turn off. for me, that's a turn off. Uh-huh. Like I can't. Like, get, like make sure that you don't have like a pure unibrow, like monobrow, whatever you call yeah. it. But like guys just shouldn't be touching their eyebrows, like, and it's just not a good look at all. I I don't like like. A pretty guy, like, like I don't like an ugly guy anymore either. But like, just someone that's well kept, groomed, mm-hmm. like. But no, like that whole oh, they're more groomed than you. That's yeah, just no. weird. Like, see, guys that shave their legs. What is that all about? Like, why would you shave your legs? I, I wouldn't see, shave my legs if I didn't need to. I feel like some people do it, like bodybuilders. I understand that, but see, just in general life, guys that do it now. And guys that shave their armpits. Oh, I don't like it, a pure hairy pit. I don't. See if it's trimmed. I like trimmed. Like, but that's I, what oh, I, mean. I don't like groomed, a pure hairy but pit. No, but no, like, like. Yeah. I like a hairy chest. I like to like run my fingers. I don't. <laughs> my husband was really hairy and it gave me the dry gag. And Not like. But like, just just a wee bit. Just like, like here a wee, in the middle. A wee tiny bit like the on middle, the chest. Yeah. But no right down the belly and all that. That's no. just gross, man. Like. My hoosh used to be covered in, like, pubic hair, and <laughs> it's so disgusting. But it is, it is, it's, it's personal hair off of your body, it's pubic hair, like, and you couldn't tell the difference between the pubes and the fucking chest hair, like, no, absolutely not, like, I, I couldn't be dealing with that, but when it comes to dating, I suppose there'll be lots of people maybe, like, having their first valentines with their partners, or they will be maybe going on a first date for Valentine's. That's cute. I was watching a video the other day and there was girls that were messaging into this podcast and they were saying, like, my boyfriend, like, wants me to treat him on Valentine's Day, like, go all out for him. And I'm kind of like, 
I think back to Valentine's Day and I think, right, my ex bought me, like, flowers, chocolates, a card. But, like, then I made it romantic. Like, I would make dinner. I would wear, like, sexy underwear. Like, to me, that's your present to your man. Yeah. Like, you feed them, like, something nice. And then you let them admire you and your sexy underwear. And then he gets to take it off. You are the gift, honey. Yeah. You are the gift. Yeah. Like, so, these men that want, like, flowers and chocolates, like... Like, get out of your feminine energy <laughs> and put your masculine pants on and treat your woman like make her like a nice bath with like rose petals in it like put rose petals in the bed maybe even like buy her sexy underwear or something to yeah. wear for you like if if I was buying a guy a present I think that I would be like buying them you could buy things like aftershave maybe like a new pair of trainers like some gym gear, like, what, it's not very Valentine's Day. Yeah. I would buy my husband a box of underwear for me to yeah. wear for him. Yeah. Like, here, open your present. This is your present. Uh-huh. I'm going to put this on now. Yeah. And, like, it, it's not as if you get a grumble out of that. Like, but who are these men? Do you Do you buy for your partner in Valentine's Day? Do you do Valentine's Day? I don't. Like, you don't. I don't. Because you get people that do and people that don't. I yeah. think... I always used to say loving my house was every single yeah. day. Right? I w- I'm always dead, like, thoughtful and, like, kind and considerate and loving, right? But, like, I think Valentine's Day, for me, I liked to celebrate it. I liked to, like, just... It was another day that you got to just, like... Make a wee occasion out of it. I feel like I just got let down on Valentine's Day. It was mm-hmm. just like, it wasn't the same energy put in, so I was just like, do you know what, I'm sorry, never mind. I just, I think now, For like, me? there wasn't really much effort. Obviously, like, he would buy, like, yeah. flowers or whatever, right? But I think... Like, for me, I don't think I would date a guy that never done those little things because I used to say um, to my ex all the time, like... You, he always used to say how he was like had no money, and I'm like, I don't, I make enough money. I'm not looking for your money. Like yeah. I'm not looking for you to like spend a endless amounts of money on me. The things that you could do that I would like that are romantic are actually pretty much free. Yeah. Like ruin my ro- roses that I've got sitting in my vase. Spread, put them in a bath. Spread them over the floor yeah. for me coming in. Put them on the bed. Like throw me on the bed. But he didn't have like big dick energy. Yeah. Like he, he didn't have that like, oh, like so I was just asking the wrong person for it. But that was something I never did was like the whole roses thing. Um, I don't think I would date a guy that never done those things because I realised that's what I need for a yeah. relationship. Like, and I know like I do really nice things. Like, I think I, I think I think is a lot of guys don't understand the things that you want from a man are free. Mm-hmm. They don't cost them anything. They just need to use their freaking head. Like they need to think of like actual mm-hmm. put a bit of effort into it you can literally it google it anything. or go on tiktok or you could go on youtube or pinterest or something and you could literally google like romantic things to do for free if you've not got any money like for me i don't i wouldn't want to date another bum that couldn't bring yeah. it to the table right but I, I don't think that it's about i think about the things i did for my ex uh-huh. and i think they were, I pretty much free or very like low cost, and it wasn't like you were trying to make it low cost. It was just nice wee things. I'm very sentimental, yeah. So like for me, I like an experience over things like stuff that's sitting in the wardrobe or whatever. Um, and I liked like gifts that I could hand down to like my daughter when I have her. So. Like, if it was a piece of jewellery or something like that, I know that that's something that I could hand down to her. Yeah. And, like, even, like, my dress from my wedding reception, I wore two dresses. So I wore my wedding dress and then I changed into, like, a house of CB dress. Uh-huh. And I, I, I was supposed to sell that. I bought it, but my husband was trying to make me sell it, right? Because he was like, you shouldn't be spending £150 on a dress, but... 
I was like, I can't sell this. Like, I have to keep this. Yeah. Like, I either want to fit into this when we're, like, 50 year old. Yeah. And we go back to Vegas every year for our anniversary. Or I want to give it to my daughter for a wear, like, her 21st or something oh, yeah. like that. Like, a pure vintage gorgeous little black dress i know it was supposed to be white but like this is me that we're talking about so like i wore a black dress because i liked it so yeah just reminds me of that jennifer lopez song love don't cost a thing yes it's so freaking true that is so, so true. true i know so like remember there's 36 percent of my listeners are men right Oh, so that's astounding. That's isn't it? Cool. So, like, remember this Valentine's. If you are struggling, you could always DM me, right? Like, uh-huh. DM me and be like, "What do I do? What do I get?" or whatever, and I'll try and come up with a wee idea. But love don't cost a thing. That's so true. Like, you don't need to be really extravagant don't worry about like what other people are doing on instagram or anything like that like most of these influencers and things get sent big bouquets of flowers by companies so that they get them for free i don't believe their boyfriends send them um to them and let's say don't worry like about spending a fortune just be thoughtful be like kind if you're not thoughtful and kind you shouldn't really have a partner. Like, why like, Just be on Why own. would you not want to be nice to your partner? And see if she says, this is a big one, see if she says, I don't want anything, don't get me anything, Fine. don't <laughs> not get her anything. She's, She's like, make sure that you get her, like, some nice flowers, get her a card, and just be like, I love you, babe. You don't have to spend a fortune. You can just get some flowers and chocolates or something and just be like and run in a nice bath or something like don't not do it because say if you were with somebody new you would be trying to impress that that person so remember if you're in a relationship long term that you have to date that person for the rest of your life and always 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 put in the effort yep i agree 100 percent. so anything that you want to add to that karen uh no like pretty much said it all but like what I was gonna say was like me and you didn't see each other for a long time that's right I th- and, why did I miss this <laughs> at the start and then uh, when I heard your wee voice shout out my name when I was like putting what's that word like put undercover hat on trying to like get in and out and I just like heard your voice I was like where's that coming from turn around in the yard I was like Thank God. I was just like so buzzing to see your wee face. Yeah, because Kidden and I worked together 2012. We were still in touch when I met Craig. So 2014-2015, we must have lost contact during about then. And then I was in Heavenly Desserts last year in Silverburn. And I was like, Kidden? And you were like, and I never, I wasn't sure if it was you because Zahe looked so different. Yeah. And I was like, no, it is Zahe. Like, uh-huh. I, I, I noticed that it was his nose. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, like, I was like, no way. And then we realised that we live, like, one building away from one yeah. another, basically. Like, there's a building in the middle of us. And we have been living, you've been here since March last year, is that April, right? April. April, yeah. So... That was about four months you'd been living here and I never even knew that you were here. And we bumped into each other down Silverburn and we rekindled. We just picked up where we left off. it's mad. And we were talking the other day. It's like the best kind of friendships, isn't it? Yeah. Where nobody's mad that you never spoke or how did you know find me or reach yeah. out? It's like you lose contact with some people. And I love our friendship. Like I've always thought about you over the years and I've always like I've just always thought you had such a good heart and you were so kind and you're so beautiful like inside and out I you've just you've you've just been so good you've just been so there for me and even at Christmas when I wasn't well and you brought me some food and you and your mum cooked for me and it was so cute like so I um, just feel like the best ones are where you could just pick up with someone as if, like, you'd just seen them yesterday. Uh-huh. But it's been, like, what, six, seven years? Uh-huh. And it's just, like, 
we've never been apart. I know. And now we're not. I know. Now it's <laughs> like, what are you doing? Like, we go for morning walks in the morning, then we're just here all day. Yeah. But we are going to be watching Vanderpump Rules after this, because Pump Rules is back on. Yep. So, oh, do you know something? One thing I did want to mention, I know you never watched it, but Happy Valley. Oh, yeah. So, Happy Valley is finished now and if you have not watched Happy Valley you need to go back and watch it it's on the BBC iPlayer there is three seasons there was seven years between the second season and the third season and I learned that the writer Sally Wainwright I think her name is she left seven years between the second and the third season because she wanted the wee boy that played Ryan to grow up so that he could play himself as a teenager as well, right? So she wanted to keep it, like, authentic. She didn't want to just replace the character. So it was absolutely brilliant and it's such a... Like, every episode, there's a cliffhanger. Uh So... I'm sure, like, you have all probably seen videos and things on TikTok at Tommy Lee Royce, who is the gorgeous villain in the Unhappy Valley. Um, but you will hate him in Happy Valley, but you will admire him in Happy Valley as well, like, and his charming good looks. But it's just been one of the best bits of TV I have watched in a long time. It started back January 1st this year. There's six episodes per season, so you can go through it in no time. But I used to watch it with my mum. And I had completely forgot what happened because so much time had passed. And I watched it from the start again. And just a phenomenal bit of TV. Like, it was absolutely brilliant. And Sarah Lancashire, who plays Catherine... Oh, what's her second name? I can't believe it's, like, crossed my mind she plays Catherine like the police officer I can't remember her second name it starts with a C as well you're all probably screaming down at your phones and in your cars but she is absolutely phenomenal as an actress and so was James again I can't even remember his second name who plays Tommy Lee Royce their acting is phenomenal they have so much on-screen chemistry. It's it's amazing. And by the way, they're no lovers. They're anything but that. For, they're far from that. But yeah, it was, it was absolutely brilliant. And obviously, get the nation talking. And I was on the train on Sunday. Me and my friend had went out for a Sunday roast. And a boy sat down beside me. And it was about 7 o'clock at this point. And I had turned around to him and I was like, are you watching Happy Valley? And he was like, oh my God, I am. And I was like, what do you think is going to happen? Now, I thought that, not to ruin the ending, but I thought that Tommy Lee Royce was going to try shoot Catherine and that his son Ryan was going to jump in the way of the bullet, right? But that wasn't how it ended. And I won't ruin the ending for the people who haven't watched it, right? But I thought the ending was pure poetry, and a lot of people were actually a wee bit disappointed in it, but a lot of people thought it was great as right. well, right? But don't let that put you off. It was just, I think that the deflation actually came from the fact that you knew it was the last episode that they were ever going to do, and there was so much more they could do with it. Uh-huh. But it's like Friends and Shit's Creek and all the legendary like things like Afterlife and The Office and these things that weren't overproduced. Yeah. And there's no hunters and they don't just keep going on and on and on making more yeah. of them. That's what makes it legendary if they just stop it. I love When it's Afterlife. amazing. Oh. Afterlife was great. It's so, I don't know, like emotional as well. Mm-hmm. Like I've never seen Ricky Gervais play that kind of character, but oh, it, it was just so beautiful and so funny. Uh-huh. I love that, like, that humour. I remember watching Afterlife to begin with and my mum had been diagnosed with cancer and the videos that the woman left and all that. And I remember us, like, basically binge-watching it in bed and me and my husband were clinging on each other the whole way through the series, crying, being, like, one day, like, we are going to have to maybe bury one another. Yeah. Like, 
my husband always used to say that when we died, we would die together, which is slightly scary knowing what I know now, but like, <laughs> um, but it, it was, it was an excellent mix of like grief, humour, and my, my family use humour when it comes to grief. Yeah. And we will sit at funerals howling and laughing and people probably think, oh my God, that's supposed to be awake. Do you know what I mean? But no, like, but like, you're... But see, when you get to actually talk about all the funny things that happen, it's just great. Just make things easier. Oh, and I need to also mention um, the book that I'm reading. Oh, yeah. So I think it's called What Happens in Dubai. And the author, she is, she has wrote two books. One was called A Glasgow Kiss, which I read a couple of years ago, and now she's brought out this sequel book. And I think I'm on maybe chapter 16 or something like that, but if you girls are looking for a book to read and it's just a wee page turner and it is so funny, but it's so, I actually cringe, like, it, it, the things that she writes bec- because I just think I can't believe that somebody would be so open and honest about their poor lack of hygiene as a female <laughs> and the fact that they just like shag everything that breathes like and she's a nurse as well and I think you must be riddled with all kinds of you STIs. Think you think a more like, cl- like clued on to like no do stuff like that if that's the case I know and you like, think how you've no fell pregnant I don't know I've not read the whole book so maybe she does at some <laughs> point but when I read the rest of the book I'm going to come back and I'm going to like have a wee chat about that but yeah um, that's it for this week Karen if you get anything to add to the episode before we go I've just really enjoyed it good it's been a good laugh uh-huh. so I hope to have you back at some point then <laughs> um but thank you so much for joining me and thank you so much for listening to the podcast remember to hit that wee subscribe button leave a little review if you enjoyed the episode and follow me on instagram I'm also on tiktok so it the both handles are the same at the underscore hair underscore 411 and yeah we'll be back next week for the 411 bye bye